0: Set. Places, everybody.
1: And action.
0: Hi, guys. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany.
1: And I'm Ashley.
0: And on this week's episode, we're discussing The Incredibly True Adventure of Two Girls in Love from 1995, directed by Maria Magenti. So we're back with another episode for June, and we're discussing something a little different from our last episode, where we discussed The Watermelon Woman, which was about finding love, losing love, preserving film history, especially those lost in the sands of time from people <laughs> being racist and not uh, discussing the history of Black women, discussing the history of queer, lesbians, uh, LGBTQI um, people. Um, yeah, I forgot the A, sorry, guys. got it um, get the whole gamut. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just like ignoring whole facets of history and preservation. Um so we're doing something a little lighter with this episode and we're talking about first love. Um yep. And what that looks like.
1: Yes. But we haven't we need to stop and, and celebrate Brittany. You didn't say something really important.
0: Yes. So we've been doing this since 2018, officially, we have yeah. a lost episode. Yeah. And oh, this God, particular, <laughs> yeah, that, that was lost in the sanitized. It's,
1: but it, it this episode, <laughs> it exists. It's just, it's our, I, don't, I don't know where it is, but I know it exists. <laughs> it's in the vault. It. Yeah. I'll have to dig for it, but I, it does
0: exist. Yeah. um But this episode
1: marks our 100th episode. Official. So episode. full length. Not including the mini episodes or rough cuts or whatever we call them and, and not including the, the interviews. This is our officially 100th episode. We couldn't have picked a better movie to celebrate it with because I love this movie. I think it is so adorable and so cute. And the first time I watched it, I was just like, fuck blue is the warmest color. Fuck her. <laughs> I think that's like one of my most like... um popular reviews on letterbox was blue is the warmest color found dead (laughs) because i was like girl fuck that movie this is a great film (laughs) and i think this is, is a lot i mean you know let's include everybody in the family but i just think this is done way better and you can tell just by listening to um the director's commentary which i did last night um there's a lot more care and thought put into a few scenes even though they were it, they were struggling <laughs> this is a very low budget she 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 put into she you know she gave you reality when she was talking about that commentary because she was like yeah there are some times where we had to just make it work and <laughs> some scenes were filmed um and a you know with a good length of time and some scenes we had to film in 25 minutes and we had to get out of there yeah and I yeah. feel like that is
0: kind of like What has happened with both films that we talked about this month is just like, we are putting this together for us. We're making this
1: film because this is what we want to see. A lot of the scenes, or I guess like, yeah, yeah, the scenes, but like the overall kind of characterization came from the director's own personal life. So Mm -hmm. Evie is basically based on her. She's a little bit more of like a, I don't know. The whole thing gives, like, he did... No, he's a punk rocker and she did ballet or whatever. (laughs) Can I make Uh, it any more obvious? (laughs) What song is that from? She was a skater boy. Is is that from Skater Boy? Oh, no, I'm getting old. I'm getting old. (laughs) I'm forgetting my roots. I'm forgetting the, the basis of my entire junior high and high school years. But Evie is her the director and then randy represents like her girlfriend who was kind of more punky a little bit more edgy a little bit more butch um with like a chaotic home life (laughs) and a very like you know i wouldn't say anti-authority but she just don't care about most of this (laughs) stuff. and it's really sweet to watch I think this is really cute um I think we talked last week about struggling to find movies that are, are like LGBT movies that aren't very dramatic <laughs> like they feel so dramatic and like so much like there's so many there's so such high stakes is what I'm trying to say I'm just like I just want something nice and easy and I'm not even in the community Mm -hmm. like I don't even know how I must feel terrible to be like damn not another movie where one of us dies (laughs) so like this is a nice easy movie I watched it a couple times this weekend just to get the vibe and you know I would I'm already gonna say that I recommend it to pretty much everybody because it's just adorable it's a lot of the actresses um in the movie is like their first time um either like their first production credit ever or like Nicole Ari Parker I think this was like her like her first like feature film I think she did like a tv movie before this and then this is basically the thing that opened like started her career and so it's cool to see it's cool to see where everybody was at in the mid-90s, what life was like in the mid-90s, I kind of felt a twinge of nostalgia, even though I was not <laughs> 17 years old in 1995. I was like six. <laughs> I think I turned six in 1995. So it just brought a, a lot of good feelings, good vibes to me. I love this movie. There are some stakes, like um,
0: Evie's like relationship, her social status. That's true. Within her... Her life um, and figuring out what she wants to do moving forward. Um, because she is the popular girl. Like she is a preppy, like that yeah. stereotypical role in like a high school movie. Um she's like, she's
1: like more that preppy though, because she's like like preppy boarding on nerd, cause she's like mm-hmm. super into classical music and she always is talking about psychoanalyzing stuff and <laughs> And just like this is a this is a weird uh, popular kid. <laughs> her friends feel like more of like the dumb, popular kids where they only care about like what's happening at prom and stuff. And she has mm-hmm. bigger goals and aspirations, but she's also funny because she's kind of like, oh, you can't be gay outside <laughs> where people can see you. That's what? <laughs> and Randy has to kind of explain to her a couple times, like, girl. She's like,
0: no, you, right now where we are, no, you can't. And, like, have to explain what it's like for gay people in this particular time. And she just has absolutely no concept of anything.
1: No. Because she
0: doesn't, know. she's also, like, figuring out her love life overall because she's just in a relationship with a a guy named KJ.
1: Yeah, I didn't get an explanation of what Hey J meant, and I actually thought it was like an AJ, like, like an, a like, you know, like initials or whatever. But then <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it's just AJ. <laughs> hey hey AJ, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think Maria Magenti. I believe she identifies as by. Bi... Yes, that's what I am seeing from like a. From Filmmaker Magazine. I don't remember. I don't, well, not remember. I don't know when this article came out or this write up on her came out, but yeah, she's talked about dating guys and girls. She had a first girlfriend at 19, which is what this movie is based on. Um, also, like, One of her ex-girlfriends and ex-boyfriends were in the diner. (laughs) She cast them to sit in the diner. She's like, yeah, I know that's messy, but hey, they wanted to help out. And who am I to say no (laughs) on this low-budget production? (laughs) Everybody can help out. It's a village. We need all the help we can get. (laughs) So she's funny. And it was very funny to listen to the commentary. So
0: I guess we could get into like what this movie is about, like, you compared it to blue is a warmest color and i have forgotten i've seen that movie at all that movie is mean in comparison like every time i think about it i'm just like damn <laughs> no it's mean like at its core it's mean this movie is i'm thinking about it now it's mean
1: um yeah i mean like i just went i mean i don't remember it either i only remember the sex scene that's really which is like that's problematic um as hell but i think maybe i said that because maybe i had watched blue is the warmest color not too long before that i don't remember i actually don't even remember how i found out about this movie um i know that i i mentioned my letterbox list earlier but i have a list of like all of the like queer cinema queer movies that i have like found or either stumbled upon or something or like somebody has recommended or I saw posted on letterbox and they're all movies that you don't really hear about that often like I had never heard about this movie before I watched it and like not even like on tumblr or anything and so um I think that was like the immediate connection I had I was like oh thank god (laughs) something else is just a little bit uh you know softer I guess not softer but like it just doesn't have the same vibe and I don't even remember enough about blue is the warmest color but mean does seem like it fits
0: (laughs) yeah like you're this is your first romance and to have it go so awry just be treated so cruelly by someone you are falling and have fallen in love with and just have them break it off so abruptly is what I remember most about it. It's mm. just like, oh, girl, just like, mm, bye. Like, just dips on that poor girl. Wow. And it's like, well, damn. Like, there's really no resolution in that. Um, She just is like, okay, yeah. Mm-mm. And that's her, like, first relationship, like, in figuring out who she is. Whereas this story, you know, this uh, movie is about Evie and how she's kind of wrapping up her like senior year mm-hmm. and she's in a like she starts as like as stressed as possible with a relationship with her boyfriend H.J. Um, his name's not H.J. his name is J. sorry guys
1: H- hey, J. Hey, J. <laughs> hey, J. yeah you're right we're, we're doing it UK style, H.J.
0: (laughs) (laughs) H.J.? Yeah. Um, K.J. And she kind of is not that much into him, we kind of get. Like, she's very stressed by everything at this point. And it's him, it's, you know, when you're 18 or 17 years old, you're about to graduate you're in a relationship you're taking finals college is next it's that particular kind of stress like what what is on the next frontier of life and he is kind of like hey are we going to prom? Are we doing this? Are we doing that? He just has a series of questions for her. And she's just like, please just get the fuck out of my face. I don't know what is going to happen. And we kind of meet her at this particular point in her life.
1: Yeah. And I guess in contrast is Randy's life, which is chaotic as hell. We're actually introduced to Randy first and she lives with her aunt who is also a lesbian Um, and they have recently taken in her aunt's ex-girlfriend because she left her boyfriend and has nowhere to go which that causes stress randy is failing math i feel like she's failing something else but she's definitely failing math which is a reflection of the director's own feelings about math which is she hates math (laughs) and you know she just is kind of way not wayward but she just doesn't have like i don't know she doesn't really have like Uh, like a social structure like she's she's only got one friend named frank who is another gay kid at school um she works at a gas station she's in a questionable relationship with an older woman well no it is questionable i'm gonna say (laughs) all they do is make out but it's still questionable because she's supposed to be quote unquote 27, which is apparently a joke by the director. <laughs> Cause she's that lady's nobody's 27. And so um you know she's just a little bit a little bit more chaotic, but they still have the same kind of stifled home life where it's just like there's too much noise on Randy's side. And Evie's mom is just on her <laughs> like fucking glue. It's just crazy. And um, I feel like they find, like, a, a nice little freedom within each other. Like, you can just kind of, like, shut out all the noise, which comes... I mean, I think that is reflected in the ending. Kind of how the ending goes with everybody shouting <laughs> and stuff at them. So I feel like they're the each other's, like, quiet, happy place, which is nice. It's cute. I,
0: yeah. When we get to the ending, I want to talk about that a little more.
1: Okay. Because it...
0: That... It reminded me of, like, if we're comparing the endings of The Watermelon Woman to this, how it wasn't, like, a neat yeah. tie. hmm Kind of like this, too. Yeah. It was, like, ambiguity here, too. It's, like, we don't know where they're moving forward.
1: But there's a sense but of promise. Yeah. Yeah. There is a promise, actually. There's a literal promise. I guess the plot of this is basically that these two girls um, come from like opposite sides of the tracks maybe. And they meet, they have a chance meeting um, at Randy's place of work, which is the gas station, like we said, and they know each other from school. Um, They get into trouble. (laughs) and get detention and get closer from there and they fall in love that's the basic premise there's other things that happen of course but that's the basic premise it's like we meet one day we saw each other notice each other and out in the open and start talking start passing notes to each other which is so 90s and so cute (laughs) I haven't
0: seen that in so long and Uh also it you could tell that it was a old, I don't want to say old, but it was an older movie because it wasn't folded. Oh,
1: yeah, a we certain used to get, way. We used to get freaking crazy with those, um, like notes because, like, you would do the um, the fortune tellers, but then like people would go farther and like people would like fold them into like these little balls almost (laughs) (laughs) there was no reason for that
0: (laughs) no because like once you drop them everybody
1: could still get in your
0: business
1: we actually had notebooks which I think was even more dangerous (laughs) I don't remember why we did this but it was just you know weird children being weird children and we would pass these notebooks but I remember like ours wasn't really that lit I know some other people's was lit but nobody ever lost theirs it's a it's a it's a miracle that nobody ever got okay that yeah I know the anxiety you're like oh my god Ashley (laughs) like I feel like because we did our shit talking out in the open too it was a it was a wild school (laughs) okay you know life in the early 2000s
0: and then if you go back to uncover, <laughs> uncover it in 2060, you'd be like, "Damn, yeah. look
1: I know. at these 12 year olds <laughs> I know. I like, don't even know. Me it was awesome. I don't even. I think mine was like super boring, and I think by that time everybody was probably in like multiple notebooks with other people. It was like group chats, basically. <laughs> it's like it evolved into like group chats. But you know, back in 1995, they didn't have phones like they do now. I mean, they do. I'm surprised mm-hmm. Evie doesn't have a phone in this movie. Actually, yeah.
0: Her mom and dad are businessy business people. So she would, yeah, she drives a Range Rover.
1: Yeah. So in in 1995, I don't (laughs) even think I knew what a Range Rover
0: was. And that's her car.
1: No, before like 20, what? 2002, I would say. I didn't probably know what a Range Rover was. (laughs) Until everybody started driving like little like tanks, you know. Shout out to the early 2000s with people all all playing. of
0: the fan fiction that i read it's like yeah then omarion pulled up <laughs> in his his hummer
1: <laughs> and i'm like oh okay Th- the
0: rich people uh, I- yeah pizza. we
1: all wanted to look like we were on safari and or in the iraq war for whatever mm-hmm. strange reason it wasn't that wasn't good <laughs> at all but yeah she's rich i think the most I don't say the most subversive, but probably back then it was definitely subversive. It was like you have this rich Black girl um, and this like kind of more, I guess, working class white girl that fall in love rather than it being the opposite. Because in the commentary, Maria said that before this, Nicole Ari Parker, like pretty much not begged her but she was very like persistent about getting this role because she had just been offered like crack addicts and sex workers and things like that that was life in in the 90s for black actresses I don't I mean mm-hmm. it's changed a little bit but I don't know how much better it's gotten I mean it was right like- there
0: we have talked about a lot of at this point. We have talked about a lot of Holly Berry's early roles. Yeah. We have talked about New Jack City. Who was Holly Berry in New Jack City?
1: Oh God, I forgot she was in that movie.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> Wasn't who she was she? On she
0: yes, she was. Yikes. Um, so we have talked about that. We've also talked about her in Boomerang. So we like her early roles. She was in Losing Isaiah, like. It has taken a lot of work for Holly Berry to become Holly Berry. Mm. It has taken a lot of work for Alfred Woodard to become Alfred Woodard. It has taken a lot of work for Viola Davis to become Viola Davis. She has played everybody mama. I,
1: yeah, she has been a lot of moms, a lot of authority figures. So that's where it's kind of swung from being like, you know, society's trash to being... I don't know like the, I think the first time I saw Viola Davis was when she was in the in Disturbia when she was Shia LaBeouf's like <laughs> probation officer <laughs> and I was like oh okay it's that lady like I kept seeing her I started seeing her more and more, and more you know but yeah it was wild and I also think it's weird that because did New Jack City come out after Boomerang
0: I think it was a little bit before
1: now, let me oh let me see 1991 versus what, 1992? hmm Yeah. So, I mean, she did a good jump, but at the same time, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I felt, I mean, when she mentioned that, I was like, wow. To be 25 and being like, I need this role because I can't find a role that's decent. Because I don't, I don't know anything about this TV movie that Nicole was in before this. But, I mean... Maria basically describes her as like a baby actress along with uh Laurel who plays Randy Laurel Holloman sorry so yeah that's wild that they were just like yeah we don't know like <laughs> you can play this like drug addicts and that's you know take that job and the fact that she didn't take it is kind of interesting um but um yeah I have several. Notes, cause I or I guess behind the scenes facts and things, because I uh you know watch the commentary like I've mentioned. Um, it was very interesting. Nicole has this car. Evie has this car. This Range Rover. Uh, Nicole Ari Parker did not know how to drive. <laughs> I think several people on this cast did not know how to drive. I guess the actor who played Frank didn't know how to drive. So sometimes they have to push the car. Like the crew and the director would push the car into frame. <laughs> Sometimes uh you see like Evie like say, Hey, and like she's just popping out, like she just got out the car. She did not drive the car there. They don't show her driving the car. And then um they also use the wardrobe assistant who was black to as like Nicole's stunt double basically (laughs) to drive the car away so there's a few times where you actually see her like pull off from the gas station or back out of the driveway or something and she's like yeah that's not Nicole and that's (laughs) that shot (laughs) Uh, but they filmed this in the summer so it was very hot uh, in some town in New York like a small town in upstate New York and which I don't know how upstate it is. I feel like outside of New York City to everybody is upstate, <laughs> but I'm not de- exactly sure where they filmed this. And uh, the people in the town thought they were making a porno. So there was a lot of uh, curiosity and activity just o- outside of the frame. <laughs> people oh. Being like, oh, what are they doing? What's going on? Um, I think Maria also said that they originally wanted to film at her um, former high school, but uh, the high school found out about the script. And I said, no, thank you. You will not be shooting your your lesbian love story here. Um, So they're at Horace Mann Academy, which I have heard in passing, but I guess it's like a really fancy private school. Um, But there are lots of shots where you don't see teachers or other classmates or things because they only had the building on the weekends. They couldn't afford to have other people basically (laughs) act in. Um, So she says that there's a lot of like, they use sound basically to fill in the gap. So you have some scenes where you just see like Randy's locker and all the stuff in her locker and you hear her teachers sort of reprimanding her and say like, hey, you need to go take five, go out and sit in the hallway and think about what you've done. <laughs> but you do not actually ever see these people? So it's very interesting how they worked around that budget because it seemed like a lot of the budget really went to like, like maybe like um, music rights and well, not music rights but like maybe um uh what is it called like certain licensing because they mentioned like like there's a Rolling Stones album in one of the scenes and she's like we had to pay so much money <laughs> for that, mm. that and I was like damn like they couldn't get you let you have shit <laughs> so that's a good lesson to um up and coming filmmakers if you've never considered that if you want to have something that is licensed like that, like a book cover or something, which I'm sure maybe. Well, I don't know if that's why they picked Walt Whitman, but I'm sure it probably had a lot to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> Walt Whit- Whitman's poetry features heavily in this in this movie. Um, but yeah, there are certain things like I think at the, what is it? Is it Ruby, Ruby Fruit Jungle, um, which is a book from 1973. Um, that is very um, famous for, like, its portrayal of lesbianism. Like, Maria had to basically write and or call the author and pretty much beg (laughs) for them to have the book in the the movie, which is not even in the movie for that long, but you had to cover all that kind of stuff. Um, But it was a very quick shoot, 21 days, four weeks of rehearsal, 12-hour days. Like, it seemed... stressful she seemed like like this is the worst day ever this was kind of a challenge I was like oh making a movie is hard (laughs) making a movie is very hard um but yeah I'll like fill in some stuff where I remember um because there's a lot of facts that she gave which is pretty interesting mostly about like the production side less about the story because (laughs) girl <laughs> mm. It just seems like such a labor, like a labor of love. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> People wouldn't be on the soundtrack because they didn't believe in corporate money. Because so they have songs in the movie that aren't on the soundtrack. She said, it takes six, six six months to edit because they didn't have regular access to like editing equipment, and they couldn't really afford to use it at the time anyway. And I was like, my God. so if you decide to make a movie tomorrow girl just keep your head up yeah it's a process yeah it it i mean god bless but that was a lot (laughs) it seems like a lot so at the beginning of this movie we see randy she is a young kind of punky lesbian she's got like a boyish haircut i would say what's that cut that it's not the it's not the curtains, but like what's that cut? It is
0: the single white female. Stop.
1: <laughs> um
0: it is the single white film. It's the it's the cut that the lady has I wouldn't say in the single pixie, white. But it's like a no, bit. it's longer. It's yeah. the cut that Jennifer Jason Lee gets in single white female is that her? because baby girl <laughs> has it and she's I... like, no, we getting this. Exactly. It's, we have this.
1: The co- I just think it was the communist Bugs Bunny. Our haircut. No. Like this is
0: this is what we have.
1: This is ours. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if it was on purpose to get have the quote unquote single white female, but I feel like this is No, most- it's just like a popular haircut. This is a very popular time. haircut back then. I don't really think that this is very popular now. Uh it might be coming back. No, it's like <laughs> she said <I> oh no. <laughs> it could be cute, but it's it's from a certain era. Yeah. Like I don't even like not even like any of the teens coming up, like you know, because every teen boy had that or in like early twenties had that haircut because like I think the most famous is probably Leonardo, but maybe also Devin
0: Salah. Devin Sawa it's like
1: and then um Mia Farrow. And nice. a little longer
0: than Mia Farrow yeah and... longer
1: I would say way longer than Mia Farrow mm-hmm. yeah just had a little a, a nice cute you know it's just nice I don't know something about the haircut feels very nostalgic to me because it's just like oh you had to be there for that one. <laughs> and um she like I said she's failing math she only has one friend her fa- or her family life is chaotic um with her aunt's her aunt's I guess her aunt and her girlfriend And her aunt's ex-girlfriend All live in the same house um, The town ostracizes her They say it's because her family life But I feel like it's also Because she's very much like Like a butch lesbian Like she dresses like a boy Like she has a short haircut Everybody else in the in the town has like You know all the girls in this movie Have like longer hair um, They dress more, like more feminine She's in her band tees and her baggy shorts <laughs> and her beat up converse and things you know she dressed up.
0: like poly like a poly short movie like Please stop. she would stop. she's dressed like <laughs> literally like it's some shit that i would wear
1: <laughs> like <laughs> Honestly, yeah i was watching this i was like i would totally wear that i mean my shirt my closet full of band tees but back then this <laughs> like- would be like this would be problem this would be a problem and i feel like we're still in some places like this is still probably a problem as far as like dressing but she is in a small town that they're all kind of the same, even though it's a fairly diverse town from what we can see in the background. I mean, these are all cast and crew <laughs> mm-hmm. for the most part, but it just I mean, it's not like it's not like Evie's the only black person in the whole town. Thank God. But yeah. Um Yeah. Just. I guess gender roles and gender expression are still very homogenous. So she's just looked down upon, plus she's poor. (laughs) It's just all the chips stacked against her. Like we said too, she's also in a semi-relationship with an older married woman named Wendy. We don't know how this starts. It actually, like when the movie starts, it's like you see their feet and it looks like a girl is making out with a boy just from like how they're dressed. Um, which is a deliberate choice and um, you see that it's actually two women making out in a gas station bathroom and Wendy's supposed to be 27 I think (laughs) she's she's not 27 the lady has to be in her like mid 30s or something if she's not I apologize but that was like the joke of the script was like this is ladies not 27 (laughs) it's like something you would say like oh I'm 29 for like the fifth time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, just little that, a that works here. for you.
0: <laughs> she, Wendy is the same age as Alexa Demi.
1: Oh gosh. Yeah, the mystery of Alexa Demi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Alexa Demi is probably like my age, honestly.
0: She was like, who, how does is she is she?
1: 42 or 32. We don't know. That's not our That's going to take her far. She going to be working forever. She's going to be working until mm-hmm. she's like in her 50s. She's not going to probably not going to show a wrinkle until she's like in her 50s. So and that to- is wonderful. Yeah, Good for you, girl. Shout out to the longevity that you will have. <laughs> Now, if you're playing high schoolers in like 20, you know, 2030, we need to stop. We need to stop and talk about it. But
0: yes, get that dev becomes
1: her money, babe. Do it. She took the potion. potion. Do it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, shout out to her. I'm not going to hate. You know, I enjoy some Alexa. But yeah, one of the Internet's (laughs) greatest. When sorry, when Randy is at the gas station working. She meets Evie, um, who is played by, like we said, Nicole Argy Parker in these little braids and such 90s braids. Mm. (laughs) Little thicker came down to her shoulders. Uh We we weren't in the salon until, I mean, actually, you know what? Those probably took a long time even back then. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Definitely that took sitting. a while. They, that's when you pioneered the style.
1: Yeah. We hadn't gotten to the, the level of braiding technology that we have today, which is, you Mm-mm. know, what is that's that? eight hours. Yeah. That was eight hours for shoulder length, and I would kill myself. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's an eight hour day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We don't have like waist length. Nobody was getting waist length braids unless you were rich and had that's... tons and tons of time.
0: Mm-hmm. And that is $500. <laughs>
1: back then for sure uh-huh. that's
0: five hundred dollars in yeah. eight hours because <laughs> these people were pioneering yeah. the style, the styles and techniques that we have today
1: yeah so mm-hmm. tip your local braider if she's doing mm-hmm. it
0: right
1: um <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but Evie is very um panicked and has like a weird feeling that, like, her tires are going to explode, which is also something that the director believes, even though she's like, this is not something that can that is possible, I guess. Like, they don't explode just from having air in them, I guess. But if you do drive and they get too hot, you know, shit might happen. But she's like, yeah, this is a rational fear of mine. I'm afraid to put air in my tires in case they explode. (laughs) Which is, I mean, girl, I'm a little worried, too, sometimes. (laughs) I I mean... mean
0: as someone of the anxious delegation. Oh god. Get it. Yeah. Because you know I've melted tires in Georgia and have them pop. Yeah. I have over inflated them. Mm-hmm. I have run over nails and had them pop and had to
1: sit in a hot car. That's <laughs> awful. I've had definitely had nails, but nothing that's popped, thank God. But yeah, I mean you can definitely overfill it, but I felt like she was worried that she put like a little bit of air here and there that it was going to, it was going to like whoop, <laughs> right in her mm-hmm. face. So, you know, she was like, can you put air in my tires, please? I'm just worried. something's wrong with my car. I know something's wrong with my car, this nice ass car, which I think there are multiple times when somebody says nice car and it's a joke like between the crew because it was the producer's car <laughs> oh. it was actually the producer's car so there's a lot of like in jokes in the script and um so I don't even think Randy like puts air in the tire she's kind of like fake sick because she doesn't even know what the hell she's doing but I think she jumped up to do it I don't even know did she jump up to do it because she thought she was cute or because uh her coworker was like "Hey, go take care of this because I think a little bit of both because (laughs) Auntie
0: Mama, if y'all watch Claws, Auntie Mama is in this movie.
1: What is her actual name?
0: Dale. (laughs) Dale Daly. Yes. Dale Dickey. Sorry. Dale Dickey. Uh,
1: Yeah. Who has been working steady since this movie. I think this is her first production as well.
0: AKA Auntie Mama. R.I.P. Auntie mama oh gosh um (laughs) it's like uh you've been fucking around so like you gotta do some work today please work um so randy (laughs) is forced to work um by
1: pretending to work and look at this car yeah she like goes over there and doesn't know like where the little um screw is like put (laughs) like unscrew it and like put the little air pump valve on the tire. She, no. she basically looks at the top and go like, mm, must yeah. be your alternator. Well, because Easy <laughs> goes and like basically hides and like covers her ears because she's like so freaked out that the tire will just blow up. So she's like, here, girl, please go do it for me. <laughs> please put your life on the line for me. And Randy's just like, all right, cool. All right, you're good to go. She doesn't put any air in her tires. And so- you know, Evie goes, she gets back in her car and she says, Oh, yeah, I know you from school or whatever. And so also this <laughs> scene I didn't realize that Evie basically looks at her ass when she's getting back in her car. Or not Evie, sorry, Randy looks at her ass when, she, when Evie's getting back in her car. Mm-hmm. She's like, Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I'm intrigued <laughs> from first glance. And I was like, Yes, get to it. No slow burn here. And Evie ends up saying, you know, thank you so much and drives away. Um, And I want to talk about like her backstory a little bit. It just like comes out over time, but her mom is a single mom, but she is rich. They are rich as hell. (laughs) Um, Her mom is an agricultural economist for developing nations, which Mm -hmm. I think is like something that her, like Maria's actual mom something similar because they lived in Lagos for a while in Africa um, until she was like in high school before she moved back to the States so like sh- I don't have the exact specs of what her mom did but it seems very similar and um her dad Evie's dad is not in the picture partially because I mean they got divorced but also because he married a white woman mm-hmm. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious I'm sorry <laughs> I, a certain song
0: lyric kind of stuck out to me. What I'm song? not going to repeat it here. Um, it?
1: I'll cut it out.
0: And he's like, when he get on the ass for a white girl. Oh, God. And I was like, yeah. "I was like, oh, he left the family. Like, it's okay. Y'all got a divorce. Whatever. But it, he like, Evie was like, it tore my mama up <laughs> when <laughs> he remarried a white lady. And I
1: was it, like, why like- you tear your mama up? <laughs> I mean it's kind of like um like waiting to exhale, isn't it? Yeah. Where well,
0: I mean she didn't burn down his shit that white lady like destroyed her family.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, Evie's mom didn't burn <laughs> down her shit. Like they still they her her and her her and Evie's dad still feel cordial because she says like he's moving to London soon so mm-hmm. you know they still talk or whatever and Evie doesn't really seem to be all that interested and also he's the one who bought her the Range Rover to like quote, yeah. Quote, quote, overcompensate Make a... yeah you know sorry for putting y'all through it <laughs> yeah it's
0: like what he's like my mom still feels some kind of way about the white lady I was like what? why? Does
1: mama care? <laughs> why care? why your mama care? I mean it didn't seem like she did but maybe that was Evie's thing saying like oh yeah she feeling away I feel away really but she feeling away you know like
0: she she got her business binder with her planner her briefcase (laughs) she businesses.
1: yeah she's doing business (laughs) hashtag she she got her business stuff doing business yeah uh she's oh I wouldn't say girl bossing she's actually a business person (laughs) Yeah, she (laughs) business with an actual job, like a a stable looking career, and they have a Mm -hmm. big ass fucking house in comparison to like Randy's like really smaller or lived in house. Um, it's only the two of them. Her mom is very, I I don't know. Like when I first watched this movie, I didn't think of her mom as being like overprotective or whatever, like overly overbearing. But then when I was listening to the commentary, like Maria says that she feels overbearing and stuff, and I was like. I was like, damn, I was thinking she was a black mom, but maybe-, <laughs> maybe that's a problem. Maybe I am contributing to the problem. I I also didn't think she was overbearing. No, but at but- the same time, I don't know. She just felt like, you know, she's always reminding her of like her college pursuits and stuff like that. But then they have that scene in the kitchen where Evie freaks out because she, like, fucks up the the whatever they're making. She puts too much wine or something in it. And um, she's like, oh, no. I, but yeah, like, she starts, then- like, freaking out. And her mom's like, you didn't do anything. It's fine. Like, don't freak out. Like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So I was like, oh, like, she's like a she seems like a good mom. But yeah. for like a teenager, maybe it's just like, are you doing a lot? <laughs> you are actually just all of my mix and I need to back it up a piece.
0: Yeah. I Yeah, I I did also did I did not get that read because it seemed normal.
1: Yeah. I don't know. at
0: that especially at that
1: juncture in life yeah, I would think more more young black girls would love their moms to be like yeah baby let me take you to this what you doing how you doing there was one scene though when she was like if you can't tell me you can't tell anybody (laughs) and I was like what does that mean (laughs) she's like oh how are you doing where she's talking about like I guess she she guesses that like Evie's probably has a crush on somebody or whatever so she's like well if you can't tell me you can't tell anybody I was like how am I supposed to interpret that like oh yeah yeah I I bit. understand that yeah but I guess it was just like you know I'm your home girl tell me yeah you know we thing. besties
0: girl yeah yeah so and if then also, you can't tell your mom you can't yeah. tell
1: anybody as your bestie yeah which I was like I don't know if I want my mom to be my best, at that age like <laughs> I don't know if you want you to be my bestie but then also too they're both named Evelyn yeah that was weird miss evelyn senior but i like it's not it's not unheard of no but i guess in the context of the story it's kind of like girl just back up like just back up let her have something and she seems like she's going i mean evie does seem like she's going through it because she ends up breaking up well her and her boyfriend are going through it like he's like why don't you ever call me or something and then she was like why is the sky blue (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why is anything anything why are people affecting change in the world i was like he just asked you a simple question it wasn't all that it was never that serious <laughs> even though he's he's pissed that she don't call she he says that she's not emotional enough for him which is kind of different for the 90s because he's black too like her boyfriend is black and yeah. so he's like be more emotional with me <laughs> you're kind of like oh that's different <laughs> yeah it's usually
0: i don't kind of don't want to hear that shit
1: yeah she's right now yeah she's not into it she's just got a lot on her mind i feel like it's just like social pressure like to be perfect yeah and um she's she's very zach weiler sorry (laughs) zach seiler guys who is that
0: um from noted cinema masterpiece she's all that
1: where okay, thank you. I was like <laughs>
0: Tyler is under pressure to meet the expectations of his father. And he gets into 50 uh,
1: Ivy Leagues. Which is crazy. Like, there's no and he, necessary reason he to He has do that.
0: all those acceptance letters. And he's like, I didn't want to be like
1: you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's another movie we need to do, by the way. Yes. We yes. keep saying that you want to do it. I'm keeping a tally. And- um, cinema she says (laughs) and um, yeah I would say I mean we don't ever find out where she's going to college we know she is going to college but we don't ever find out where in this movie and she just is going through it and at the same time Randy is pissed off because she's got more difficulties in class she ends up getting kicked out of class and she goes and kicks down all the doors in the, in the bathroom, throwing a little temper tantrum. And then she sees Evie in there crying. And she's talking about, uh, you know, I'm just so stressed out by love and relationships. Which I just thought it was so funny because I was like, she's 17. <laughs> she's like, my life is in shambles, basically. And I was like, girl, I know you're 17. And like the world is always ending when you're that young. But child, <laughs> it will mean literally nothing about like six months give it six months and it will mean nothing
0: yeah but it means absolutely
1: everything in this moment
0: oh man break it down in the bathroom
1: yep she's hella emo Mm. (laughs) extremely emo and uh randy offers her a cigarette which i thought was so cute (laughs) Mm-hmm. Even, and and Evie says she can't take it because she's in choir. And she's like, okay, well, I hope my secondhand smoke doesn't fuck up your career. <laughs> <laughs> Which I forgot too. When they're at the um, gas station, when they originally meet, Randy introduces herself as Randy Dean, like James Dean, and then says that he's her uncle. <laughs> and then lies and is like, no, nah, not really. <laughs> she's, she is a mess. She is hilarious. And um, I think Evie decides to take a cigarette and that's when a teacher, an unseen teacher comes in and is like straight to the principal's office, you two. (laughs) Hey, y'all can't be doing that shit in here. (laughs) I know, bold, bold. We just had a nice little internet discussion about cigarette usage, which is apparently you're all going to hell if you smoke a cigarette.
0: Yeah, I meant well, when I was... Back in the 1800s when I went to high school.
1: When you were yay big.
0: <laughs> Everybody used to smoke. Uh, also, smoked in the graveyard next to the school.
1: All right. That seems like and, the appropriate place to do it. Very yeah. um, daredevil ish now. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. And smoked
0: in the bathroom.
1: <laughs> There's literally a song called Smoking in the Bathroom. So, yeah. um, nobody ever smoked in my school like that. Um think the. Anti-smoking had fully taken off by then, and everybody kind of realized that you know your lungs would look like Swiss cheese if you kept smoking cigarettes. But yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't see it as like a moral failing. I was like, oh, she's just like like a little bad kid. Like she's just trying out new adult things. Like she smokes weed, she smokes uh cigarettes. She's looked down on for smoking weed in the school too, which I thought was funny. They're like she's such a pothead. Like. There's all these, like, really random reasons why they don't like her, which all just stems that she looks and dresses like a boy, basically.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but they get detention, and they actually have fun in detention. You know, she's, Evie studying, Randy's drawing, not really giving a damn, but making Evie laugh. And um, they come outside, they're still laughing, and then somebody drives by and, and calls Randy a dyke. Which, this story is so interesting. The producer was like, we need somebody to drive by and say it. Most of my crew was like in the mindset of like, I can't say that word. I cannot say it in that tone. I can't use it against somebody like that. So she couldn't, she didn't have anybody in her crew to like volunteer to say like, hey, like go. (laughs) I just need you to drive by for like two seconds and yell this word or whatever. And then they had an actress signed up to do it, and she couldn't say the like she couldn't say it in the right tone. So they had to get the producer <laughs> to do it. Ugh. So the producer's the one who had to like like, I'll do it. like y'all are playing games. We got time. we, <laughs> we don't have time to waste. So, so she's the one who's actually in the car. So it's very interesting how everybody in this movie, like, if it's an actress, it's probably also a producer. Um, a lot of the sets and a lot of the, um, I guess, like, certain things they needed for the production were sourced through. Um, I don't know if this is a real thing. I didn't actually Google it. The gay and lesbian <laughs> yellow pages? Hmm. So a lot of the houses, like, the interiors of the houses were borrowed from, like, um Gay men. Oh, yeah. This is actually a thing. Still. I had no idea. Isn't that wild that we still have to do stuff like this? Like, I was thinking about the Green Book, and I was like, God damn. <laughs> this country is so unsafe for people. It may, yeah.
0: Just, yeah. <laughs> it just makes me Like, I keep saying, yeah, because, like, the more I think about it, it just makes me
1: yeah. sad
0: that yes. we're still here, and it's regressing. Yeah. at a rapid pace bare, yeah. yeah rapid pace like yeah. it's just getting worse by the second and no one is I wouldn't say no one but the people that we have in place to protect everyone aren't doing shit they're nope. not doing the things that we need them to do to protect everybody nope. and,
1: 2024 yeah. is coming up and guess who's about to have their hand down time out we gotta save the soul of this nation <laughs> <laughs> I promise yeah. you, I promise you somebody's gonna say, we're battling for the soul of this nation. I'm like, you have to get the fuck out of my face with that. I'm not giving mm-hmm. you no more. <laughs> Nothing. I'm giving you all I can give. Every every vote can't be a vote for the very soul of this country. Like, it's, damn, you you could make it easier, but you won't do it. And the people that need your help the most are dying.
0: Yeah. You suck. You, you You just let terrorist groups harass people just trying to read to babies.
1: Yeah, like, fuck like, off. Keep, like leave people alone. I just saw that somebody got arrested at WeHo Pride yesterday, which is like the Pride celebration of West Hollywood, which is like one of the gayest <laughs> parts of the city. Like it's just mostly just gay businesses and 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 you know, gay people live there. A lot of people from like you know, a lot of drag queens and things. Like, girl. <laughs> It is a, it's a mess. It's a mess. This place is just a is a hot flaming mess. But it was really cool to see how they took, you know, a budget of like nothing to make all of this happen. Because like even the interior of Randy's house, which is super messy and chaotic and there's stuff everywhere. Um, that was not there. Like none of that stuff existed. They all, like her art department really came together to put stuff in the house. They painted the houses and had them for like a couple days and then took everything out of there and painted it back and gave it back to the original owners and I was like my god that is working at a breakneck pace
0: the art design in this film is great um Mm -hmm. every house looks like a house like it looks very lived in very real it looks like yes this is a wild aunt who just has everything everywhere, like, yeah. We have somebody doing yoga in the front lawn, chilling. <laughs> and like, boxing.
1: She's a yes. boxer, girlfriend's a boxer. <laughs> like, just, like, this is just the vibe here. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it looks great. Before we start recording, I said it kind of reminded me of Roseanne, like that type of 90s house where it's just like mm. stuff everywhere, chaos. I mean, it's only like really, it was like three people in the house, but I mean, you have a teenager who you know, her room on its own is like a, a disaster zone <laughs> but then you added a fourth person it's just like girl we just can barely move around in here but it just feels like somebody lives there which is really cool it doesn't feel like nowadays which is like minimalism and having nothing but secretly having a lot of stuff at the same time
0: mm-hmm.
1: like um, oh i'm gonna open up this cabinet and welcome to a target having all my um tree hut scrubs enough to fill a small pharmacy (laughs) in my Mm -hmm. bathroom that kind of stuff no this is like a place where people actually live which I thought was really really nice to see um so Evie ends up driving Randy home and I think at one point like Randy sort of mentioned in her breath that she's dating Wendy this older woman and Evie asked her if she was serious about that. And Randy was like, oh, caught. Sorry, I did not realize you heard me. But Evie's like, I'm not freaked out by it. Like, it's fine. And Randy's like, are you sure? Because, you know, people in this town are not open-minded or not accepting of literally anything outside of the norm. And Evie's like, no, that's fine. And um, and she's kind of happy to tell her, her aunts that she is... Like she came out to somebody else at school besides Frank and her aunt is kind of like, all right, but be careful. Mm, yeah. One is like, Mm-mm. yeah, her, her actual aunt, Um, which I also, if you notice her aunt has a short haircut, like a short dark haircut and then both of her girlfriend, her girlfriend, her ex-girlfriend both look the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all have big curly hair. And Maria was like, yeah, you know, sometimes you date people who look the exact same and you don't really realize it until you've dated a lot of them, <laughs> which I thought was funny. And, and um, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think Lena, mm. which is the ex, yeah.
0: was like, well, like, I think this was this the scene where she mentions the movie about two girls that goes to prom
1: yeah yeah she's like what movie was that was that a real movie i
0: don't think it was but she's like you know like she mentions the movie that she saw on cable like the other day (laughs) about two girls that go to prom um as like people are like more open to this particular idea so like i'm very i'm proud of you too for like telling somebody about like who you are because like you know it people are coming out more and like it's going mainstream like great yeah,
1: yeah but... I can't find anything that's like old enough I don't know maybe I'm Google is not that great anymore so I don't know um the only thing I see is like book smart and she's all that but that's she's all that doesn't have that plot <laughs> in it it just said girl and prom queen that's all Google <laughs> recognizes. um yeah I also thought it was funny that uh cable was a big deal back then there was once upon a time where you would have to watch the news and like pbs and that was it (laughs) and whatever came on abc after like seven o'clock and that was all and then cable hit and cable was like a luxury Mm. i remember we got cable because i was like oh my god we can watch cartoons
0: Yeah, I remember when I got Disney Channel.
1: Yeah, Disney. Well, well, Disney Channel wasn't like it wasn't like what it is now, but yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a lot of like them basically showing like the TV version of like the Little (laughs) Mermaid because I remember watching that a lot. But it was like, I mean, Disney is still kind of like an expensive add-on, which is crazy. But back then, it was like, what you can watch cartoons? There's a television channel where you can watch cartoons, basically like. 24 hours a day what <laughs> basically all they show was like old-ass Disney cartoons yeah Cartoon Network just showed Hanna-Barbera cartoons like mm-hmm. this is why I don't like really like Scooby-Doo <laughs> and any of the thing. I can't I spent a childhood watching that old shit I don't, don't need to watch any more of it but yeah that was so wild for like the 90s were like oh yeah there's this thing called cable can, do you have that? Because I feel like you, I mean, you had to pay for cable, right? Versus mm-hmm. just the free shit. Yeah,
0: Did you and play then the wall with the antenna. Yeah, now they made it so like you just plug and you get all the most of the good shit. Like
1: my TV, but has. then you have
0: to pay. Well, you used to have to pay for
1: HBO. Yeah. Aka Max, Aka Maxine, whatever her new AKA, name.
0: Aka I had to dig through garbage and then I end up watching a documentary. <laughs> That used to just be on That's Investigation amazing. Discovery. You know, it's gonna be crazy me- too.
1: you put in like the trashy documentaries, like that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard whatever mess they did with like, like something actually like good.
0: Yes, it's like three little girls and like, like garbage Oscar-nominated next
1: to something on ID. Yeah, <laughs> it it's, feels it feels very. Never mind. Is that? Gonna...
0: It's bad. I know we talked about that a little bit probably in the last episode, but, like, it is bad.
1: Mm, yeah. It just it's, made me
0: feel like I was sitting in trash again, having trash <laughs> dumped on me. Everything on the internet feel like I'm sitting in trash having trash dumped on me. It feels like slime. Like slime being double. Like I mean. like, yeah, like, like okay. double dare. Like you know, when you go down the Booger Nose, <laughs> and then more snot just rain like rains
1: down on your yeah. head. That's a whole television like. channel based on the concept of snot, basically. Mm-hmm. That's how we sustain ourselves in the mid 90s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild on it's wild on Maxine right now. I'm a little bit overwhelmed to be to be fair. Let me see. Where was I? So oh, gas station. <laughs> Wendy shows up and in her like, Jessica Rabbit ass coat. Girl, I was thinking Miss Bellum. <laughs> yeah, okay, oh, yeah. With the red hair, she was wearing. No, it wasn't red hair, wasn't it? It was like leopard print or something. There was one point where she it was, was leopard print. A z, it was a red coat with the cuffs turned up. The cuffs was zebra print. That's what it was. She was given a lot in this episode or not? This episode in this movie. <laughs> she Wendy had fashions. Yeah. Cuz like a
0: later scene she stepped out the car with some heels and I wish I knew the correct terms to zo- uh Google. And I was like I need them.
1: They weren't kitten heels, but they were like a low, you know, maybe like a 2 inch, a 2 incher. Um those are the director's shoes. Ooh, yeah. Oh, cuz it was like that
0: 90s late 2000s color shift green purple yeah. that's
1: my favorite color
0: yeah that they use to
1: paint cars yeah that a, I love the candy paint situation there down there yes. yeah yeah it was like an iridescent color sh- yeah it was cool I mean you could probably find some of those online now mm-hmm. I, I just look for color shift color shifting color- iridescent pumps. shoes yeah pump that's a good term pumps a pump that's what it is not a stiletto just like a little pump stilettos pumps, pumps in, in the club, the club. <laughs> whoever thought that these would get it can uh so Wendy comes and tells her like hey my husband notices I gotta put gas in the car a lot which is probably like, I don't know all of like maybe two dollars back then <laughs> and she's like listen we gotta cool it down for like, a couple months and then randy's like last time that happened i didn't see you for like two months like you were gone and um she's like yeah i'm like you know i'm 27 you're young we had generational differences and you know go out there and be young and free or whatever and then (laughs) and then randy's like okay well i'm gonna start a band it's too late i don't know what the i'm gonna start a band had to do with anything but i guess wendy just like assumes like she's dating somebody else from that statement like, I rewound it a couple of times. I was like, was that code for something? I mean, she does want to start a band, but I didn't get it. But she was like, all right, well, have fun with your new girlfriend. All childish and shit.
0: I'm about to hit the road with my band.
1: Yeah, I'm out. I'm out of this. And then Wendy, at her, her big age, is also throwing a little tantrum and then goes and jumps in her car and randy is throwing rocks at her car <laughs> and this is one of the scenes where there's a big crowd of people watching because again they thought that they were filming a porno so i'm sure having randy sort of make out with this woman a little bit and then try to see what was in her little red coat that <laughs> was probably and it was like, fueling the rumors they were like "Ooh, yeah what's up what y'all oh, doing what y'all doing over there I, mm. I didn't look in the reflection of the window to see if you could see any of the people because maria was kind of like yeah we were a little worried about that <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do though and this movie was untitled for a lot of it so i don't even know like pretty much for the majority of filming they didn't have a title so i don't know how they got it in their heads that because this cast is mostly women too. So I don't know what this is. Like, why would you go to, like, upstate New York to film a porno? Like, I'm not even trying to be funny, but like, what is the appeal?
0: <laughs> Man, okay, maybe it's like a X ex situation.
1: Oh, God. You wanted
0: Like, a change of scenery. You want to do something a little different.
1: I guess. Evie and her friends at a diner and they're talking and they're basically like, why would you even talk to that girl, Randy? She's a weirdo. She's a freak. She's a dyke. Like, they use every word in the book to describe her. So she's a piehead. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn. Once upon a time, a she's head. a crumbum. Like, this is <laughs> does I use that word. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> a crumbum. <laughs> she is a crumbum. She's just, she's just a lot. She's just a lot for them. They don't understand why she would talk to her. Like, why she would she talk to Randy? And then, um, Evie's like basically growing self-conscious about it like how her friends are kind of just like like why would you even talk to this girl like there's no reason to even associate with this little I don't they never bring up the fact that Randy's poor but I feel like it had a lot to do with it
0: he's like oh fuck can I be hanging around with crumb bones <laughs> My crumbum.
1: <gasps> Where is that from? <laughs> what is that from? Do I even want to know? If I Google this, <laughs> <laughs> this seems like well, old, old da- di- it, it is old times mean, like. Are you trying to ingratiate yourself with our, our British listeners? <laughs> oh, this, is- <laughs> this seems very old he's
0: in
1: the 1920s yeah i was say very early 20th century friend what's happening out here so i think at this point like randy ends up writing her a note like apologizing again for getting her in trouble and asking how her love life is going because that's what they kind of started talking about in the first place was like her boyfriend (laughs) her crying over her boyfriend and asks her you know just how she's doing and then you know asks her what band she likes and says the things I like are trees in the summer and lying on green grass and I was like oh that's so sweet and innocent it's just so cute it's not like you know send me a pic it's like sweet like normal things like hey what are you into do you like these things i like these things like it's like kids being like oh what color do you like (laughs) i like pink you like purple like it's sweet
0: it is very very nice very as you said normal it didn't
1: escalate from zero to send me a nude (laughs) yeah worry I just like see this I'm like damn we have like regressed socially like literally in social cues like I worry so much about everybody
0: hey guys okay let me do do really quickly
1: she's calling a timeout. So,
0: if you like someone uh and you want to <laughs> ask them a question okay so like, okay, so here's some examples, some starting off points. So like you don't want to ask questions that end up with a no. So if you could be any mythical creature, what would you be and why? Okay. Or if the seasons never change, where would you wanna be stuck forever? Yeah. Something like that.
1: Yeah. That's very basic as hell, but that's normal as hell. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was one example I just saw on Twitter. It was like a DM or somebody. Like, this girl was like, I don't know what to do about these men because I don't know what the person asked her. It was like normal. And then he's like, Oh, I want to get to know you. And she's like, It's fine. Okay, cool. And then he says, How do you want to be fucked? That was literally the um, next thing he asked. And I was like, Some of y'all going to hell. <laughs> It's not normal. It's not normal to jump straight to it. I don't care about honesty or whatever. It is just very odd and very creepy. And I don't understand why we haven't really got that together yet in our brain, in our brain memory boxes, like our brain, you know, like it's not, it's just freaky. I don't know. And I just really like this movie for just bringing me back to like normal, simple things, (laughs) normal, simple questionings. Just like, what bands do you like? That's such a very easy question and it opens up so much because of course back then in the 90s like the music you listened to was very like synchronous with like how you kind of presented yourself like she's a rocker she's a rocker girl she dresses like a rocker girl and Evie's into classical music she kind of dresses like a square (laughs) not that you can't be into classical music and be crazy but it just fits you know it was just a little bit different back then and Mm-hmm. i don't know i thought it was sweet and also just lying in the summer and like or trees in the summer and lying on green grass which is one thing that literally happens a few mm-hmm. scenes later so i thought that was really cute and sweet bring but back sweetness what?
0: they told what they like they did what they like they yeah. use that information they got from those questions that they asked each other and then they
1: use them yeah they have they share music together and stuff um so like Evie's boyfriend free, royalty free music. Yeah. She said Maria was like, hey, this we got some Mozart on, on deck because <laughs> <laughs> he is dead. <laughs> and we don't have to worry about royalty free. Shout out to or we don't have to worry about royalties and licensing. So shout out to that royalty free. Shout out to the free donate or the public domain. <laughs> Which I feel you. I mean, I like classical music, you know? So. Uh, absolute bangers you know mm-hmm. there's some bangers out there you know can't name them off the top of my head because I am not good with names <laughs> in the classical music sphere but you know it was a good smart decision and I think we get to the point where Evie's boyfriend kind of breaks with her for good because she's like we need to take a break and he's like we just don't need to ever talk again <laughs> he's like yeah we we did broken so yeah we're done don't call Let's- me again Let's,
0: he, let's wrap this up it's
1: fine he also has a girlfriend like he goes and sobs in some girls like arms or whatever like you see behind evie when she's sitting in her car that he's already got mm. a new thing so he don't found somebody to be emotionally uh you know at the same emotional level as him he's just got a lot of feelings and evie's just like i don't do that shit sorry not into it and he also says that she knows or he knows that she's been getting love notes so she has randy's note but she doesn't really know how to like reply and doesn't reply right away and also kind of ignores her at school when she's like with her friends so randy kind of takes it as like what the fuck did i do why did i do that that was such a dumb decision what if somebody else got her note <laughs> What if I put it in the wrong locker? That's why we used to, you know, send communications in school. We used to put stuff in other people's lockers sometimes,
0: which mm-hmm. I think is very
1: cute, too. I think Evie just shows us to the gas station and is like, yeah, sorry I didn't write you back, but here's a copy of Walt Whit- Whitman's Leaves of Grass. And they also talk about music, like we said, um, find out that their tastes are very, very different, but... Randy's like I'll finish this book tonight which the director said was kind of a joke because that book is apparently very dense and it's not something that you finish in one night um I mean it's a book of poetry so I don't know I don't think you can just skim through poetry and and get the whole story but um she reads the book while smoking weed and she's like god this is so intense and and she's like, I'd rather do this and do my math homework, which she wasn't really doing anyway. <laughs> I <don't> Girl, think. <laughs>
0: no, you can't be smoking weed, doing homework, snapping. Yeah.
1: She was, and then, like, I got something more important to do than my actual schoolwork, which shout out to you trying to go. do your math. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't think I the math it. was going to get done. I think she was just like, I don't know. I'm going to put my name on the paper and that's about it. And that worth 10 points
0: it's like randy <laughs> like you don't know nobody math i oh, you could you need to
1: copy i mean she only knows frank and i don't know if frank knows his math either
0: frank y'all need to I somebody need to y'all need a, a homework group
1: yeah she's like i'd rather not i'd rather you know play guitar read this book crush on this girl i got more important things in school and um they end up going to a field and they listen to Mozart as like full volume (laughs) with the windows open and the doors open the windows down and um Evie's like this music is so beautiful even though she doesn't understand the words and Randy's like that's cool as long as this song is about God I'm not really into that (laughs) (laughs) And we find out why, because they go to a diner to eat, and Randy shows Evie, like, this anti-abortion pamphlet that her mom has sent her. It was a
0: weird thing. It was like, happy birthday, baby. You are going to hell,
1: but I love you. Yeah. Yeah, you're a sinner, but, you know, God still loves you. I'm just like, oh, God. (laughs) Do religious people know what they sound like? I don't think they do. No, <laughs> it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. Like, oh. I I've been
0: watching re-watching The Righteous Gemstones, My Succession, <laughs> to prepare for the new season. And mm-hmm. I like it's bonkers.
1: It sounds it looks like it from it is. <laughs> I mean it really
0: does. It, it's a satire of those mega churches.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it seems so apt of what goes on in a mega church. And it it's like so nobody gets like nobody gets what's happening. Like you can't see past the veil of what's going on. Nope. And it hurt. It hurts my feelings that <laughs> You can't like a- see, and you're being like that. You can't see. You're being taken advantage of, and it just hurts.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's also very like feels very violent to see your p- childlike pictures of like babies and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if it's supposed to be like, oh, thank God I didn't abort you, you little sinner. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. it's supposed to say, but it looks very weird, and Evie's kind of like freaked out by like, what is all this and uh, the director said that she kind of pulled this idea from because, like, she's trying to explain like why Randy doesn't live with her parents because Randy doesn't know her dad, and her mom is basically crazy. Yeah. Um, and so she lives with her aunt, but you know her her mom basically thinks that they're all sinners, and so she's like, I don't, you know. That's what I mean. That's the reason why a lot of um, like queer kids don't live with their family members because they are literally like they do not care that you are they're hurting their family members um, when they treat them like this which is like sometimes but a lot of times not all the time but a lot of times based in some sort of religious ideology
0: uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> I was about to get on a little soapbox but Do you want to step on the soapbox real quick? I'm going to step on the soapbox. Okay. So I was right. I'm stepping up on that soapbox. Okay. You got it. Like (laughs) I was, I feel like we get on the soapbox often, but again, I was raised in the church. I'm no longer in the church. My, that's what formed my belief system, me and like what I think is moral and ethical. Just like what's right and wrong. And I was just born, me I mean, not born. I was raised to just treat people with kindness and respect. And one thing that I did learn in church was that Jesus rocked with everybody. So when you treat people, all people, so foul and just wrong, that just goes against what Jesus believed in. Yeah. So one thing that I don't understand is like, if you, claim to be so religious and holy and upright why are you doing this why are you using your beliefs your christianity your religion to hurt people in this way that is antithetical to like everything that you claim to believe in and that's just something i don't rock with that's just something i don't believe in and it's wrong it's it's just wrong and y'all you're just not right
1: Yeah, I will say that I feel like it has a lot to do with, like, prosperity-based religion, I guess. Or this sort of sect of, like, the Joel Austins of the world. (laughs) Where if you, like, really are Christian, you will, you know, if you're a really good Christian, you'll be rich. Because you'll be warded on earth and in heaven. And that includes um, capitalistic... (laughs) (laughs) um notions of of who deserves wealth and who doesn't and that will turn you against pretty much everybody yeah so it all kind of loops together but it's very hypocritical for sure of what you you know because people have kind of parsed it down and and um rationalized to themselves that only this type of person is worthy of respect and care um in the name of God and the only reason and you can only get that type of respect and care if you believe the same way they do
0: exactly you have to do the exact
1: same yeah, thing because the, the exact
0: same way and Sometimes
1: it just I will see things on on Twitter Someone will ask questions somebody's like but God's love for you and I'm just like that's not what they were asking <laughs> it's light, not, no. like no please back up a taste so it's very it's very uh disheartening to see i was also raised in the church but i i don't think it ever formed my morals really i don't know i have very very different pretty much all my change of thought are so different from my family i'm just like i don't know how i formed this way (laughs) i don't know my my morals and my sensibilities are formed from internet or because i read a lot i don't know what it is but i never really felt like i banged all the way with the church (laughs) Uh, they (laughs) tell
0: you to do some really like fucked up shit and you just be like well that's not right even if you flip through the bible it's like yeah, well this doesn't say what you just said it's just like yeah.
1: oh, also, okay you're mm-hmm. listening to a, a human's interpretation of some like a a, a old 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 well of creative a non-fiction yeah, I'm fiction like, book like yeah like your human <laughs> interpretation is flawed and so if I really supposed to listen to you I don't know about all that bro so um yeah it's 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 really fucked like to see especially since as black people like we have had religion used against us numerous times in history (laughs) um to justify wiping us from the earth so I don't really know how you know you can really bang with that um if you have like willful I mean I know going back to slavery you know people use what they use to as like a coping mechanism and 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 for hope but at the same time like do you know (laughs) there are so many like terroristic organizations in this country based purely on Christianity and they hate your black ass Mm -hmm. it's wild it's wild I hear so it's it's pretty um Pretty eye-opening for Evie. I don't think she realized any of this stuff really happens. She also tries to hold Randy's hand in the diner, and Randy's like, I really want to hold your hand. I really do, but um, we might get the shit kicked out of us in here. And Evie's like, why? (laughs) Like, Evie, you're smart, open your eyes. Use your brain.
0: It's very bubble.
1: Yeah, she's got a weird bubble around her. I don't know if that's her mom. She seems well read, so I don't really know what's going on in that little seventeen-year-old melon. It yeah, it's very, it's very bubble. <laughs> it
0: is, it's bubble. Yeah, it's very bubble.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: It's
1: it's uh, it's uh It's I, I think Randy just basically calls her sheltered. Actually, she does call her sheltered. And then yeah, because then- she,
0: she's very very sheltered.
1: Yeah, it, which is. Yeah. <laughs> well, Randy has experience for his hand because she's out, you know, where Evie doesn't have that because she hasn't had to deal with the uh, any sort of consequences for living how she does, I think. Um, So she's like insulated from all that. But then she says, my favorite line of whole movie, she says, well, unshelter me. And I was like, yes, girl, tell her what you want. (laughs) And I think Maria said that um, that line always got like a big cheer and applause whenever they like screened it or tested it with audiences and things. That was a great line. I think after this, Randy invites Evie over her house after practicing a lot And this is the scene that I mentioned that was like She had 25 minutes to shoot this Like where they're introducing herself to Evie And it's just like People walking back and forth Like her family walking back and forth in front of the Camera While Evie's like explaining Like what her mom does And and <laughs> Maria said she cried When when her producer said They only had 25 minutes to shoot this Which I don't know why they only had 25 minutes But <laughs> I would have lost it. She said, I cried like three times making this
0: movie. They made made the scene work
1: Mm. for
0: this time crunch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. I think at this point, like she explains, like her mom kind of took her to Paris. And later on, they're sitting outside. And Evie's like, yeah, I don't think your aunt likes me at all and then she's like does she not like because I'm black she got straight to the point yeah which Randy's like "Uh, no I don't think so like (laughs) like why would you say that (laughs) like not even I think like no I don't think so I was like why are you asking that like no she doesn't hate you like you're black she's like it's kind of a little probably off-putting that you can go to Paris for a week (laughs) <laughs> Cause I think her, I think her aunt's like a mechanic or something. Like she's got, or like a factory worker or something. Like she's got one of those like
0: name tag. Yeah,
1: one of those like shirts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, one of those like embroidered things. She's kind of just like reassures her. Like no, she's like, I think she'll say like you're great. She's probably just like more put off that she's like the girl that she was like like from earlier. She's like, be careful about those like rich girls. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah or maybe the girls aren't out yet or even just straight people in general just be careful around them people <laughs> basically yeah. um and they have their first kiss yeah it's so cute it's so cute they also have to take out their gum <laughs> which i didn't notice until i listened to the commentary which i think was an actress the actresses came up with that which is very childlike too it's yeah. cute um, so they're passing notes to each other, hanging out, listening to music in the field, reading together, talking about, you know, if they want kids or not, what do you want to do with your lives? And this scene, which is like one of my favorite, which is like Randy sort of rubbing her stomach or whatever. Tell me why that got like a red, a red band from the MPAA back when it was the MPAA. Hmm. that. Seems
0: weird. We have seen, but so
1: <laughs> <laughs> it seems on on brand for the
0: MPAA, like that—that's their thing.
1: Once again, we have to go back to B- Blue Valentine when just the very action of Ryan Gosling's head between what's her name's legs <laughs> was like X. <laughs> everybody's fully clothed but we have to stop this from happening we cannot let this go on this has to be rated x or whatever or nc-17 mm-hmm. they are always on the wrong side of history it's wild i don't know yeah. if they'll like can you sue them or something Is like that is that possible
0: you could protest your rating
1: yeah i mean that you could do that but i'm saying like is the reason why they're so concerned about their ratings is like some is it like a parents group or something or like like what is it is it government regulation like i don't because it doesn't seem like the government really gives that much of a shit <laughs> in the long run until like at the most inopportune time so maybe that's why they're trying to i feel like okay, uh, the answer is money um, yeah, it's always money. They don't really care the about more. The more
0: accessible the film is, the more likely the produ- like the cost is to make back. Yeah. So, like if the film has a like R rating, you're still able to have more audiences in versus a NC-17 where you can't let anybody in for sure, for sure under seventeen. That like I think
1: it like, can- to be twenty one or something.
0: Like you can't let. a a whole lot of audiences in at all Um, um so it's more restrictive in terms of audiences for that particular film
1: yeah and
0: it also um reduces the amount of theaters that are even willing to take in those particular films
1: oh you know what it is too it's you have to be uh over 18 to buy rent or exhibit or view these films so I don't think you can play them in a theater where there's like mm-hmm. under 18s present which of course like a lot of teenagers probably work in movie theaters so that's another thing but I just worry about like I just wonder like what's their motivation for giving the rating not just because of the money but it's just kind of like it feels like I don't know like somebody's behind them being like hey if you if you rate this any lower <laughs> we will end this organization that's what it feels like I just want to know like how much power somebody has to like disband or change or regulate the MPA because it just seems it's just I mean America is just so conservative and uptight about stuff but um Cause that's what happened with, with, um, the watermelon woman. Mm -hmm. They were just like, Oh, we pulling funding from this shit, bitch. (laughs) I was like, all you see is some, some ass and some making out, some, some boob.
0: And learning about like film, older films, like from when the X rating was introduced. And when the, when it was like, Oh, X, you know, that can lend credibility to like pornography so they uh, changed it to the NC17 how like people have submitted films for that and you know how some people were like okay what if we submitted with cuts and then it was like okay i resubmitted yeah. it i didn't cut anything just learn a little bit more about like that process it's different, like it everybody's fickle with it yeah. it all de- it all depends on like the amount of violence the amount of sex, the amount of implied sex, the amount of nudity. It's just... Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's it usually skews towards like super conservative mm-hmm. all the time. Like a, a girl rubbing her hand down someone's stomach and they're both closed and they're outside. <laughs> it just feels very... um like damn like clutch our pearls we can't let the children of america see this
0: yeah it, it literally when you look at the scene itself it looks like um something from um romeo and juliet or yeah. like tristan and Isidold, or is or whatever old. that movie was tristan and is um, <laughs> yeah like it literally looks like that
1: yeah it's it's cute like they're out in the field that they keep going to it's like their own special place and um at one point uh Nicole Ari Parker is wearing jeans with like flower jean shorts, like flowers sewed on Mm -hmm. the hem, which are like daisies or whatever. So it's so cute. And I was like, this is sweet. Y'all have some haters. (laughs) Y'all have some OD hating. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite parts of the whole like movie. It's so cute. And, um, they're just talking about their lives and like what they want to um, do. And they hope that they know each other when they're 30, which sounds. <laughs> they was like, "When we old as fuck when we turn 30. 30. In the year, what, 2000 or something. No, no, they're 17. Sorry, I'm thinking about their real ages. Um, how old would you be? Like mid-2000s you turn 30? Um, okay. Like, 2010s?
0: Let's do some maths. <laughs> Okay, everybody was born in
1: 1978,
0: roughly. Okay. Plus 30. 2008. So when they're in a the club,
1: yeah, buying you blazers, a drink. With blazers on. <laughs> with blazers on. Wait, did the In the blazers... boot with the oh, jeans, and jeans and the jeans, apple
0: bottom first With the jeans boot.
1: Yeah, you know. Did this hit the lesbian clubs? Like, did that did that fashion monstrosity hit the lesbian clubs? Let us know because um, I don't think I ever went to a gay club when I was that young. But um, I just want to know what, like, what was the fashion like? Like, was it as bad or worse? (laughs) Because we looked so bad in two thousand eight. Let me tell you, (laughs) oh my Mm. god, it was awful um it's so sweet though like you know like we want to love each other after college or after because you know once you leave high school like back then you would probably never see each other again and until your reunion no, no. well
0: they're in the age of hey i created you on facebook
1: i mean yeah then but like when you're leaving college in 19 or leaving for college in 95 like Deuces. Not. I mean, we got each other's phone numbers and addresses and we hope that we stay in touch, but we probably won't. Nope. And the concept yeah. of Facebook and all that other shit was not on the horizon yet. Like they had no idea what was coming. So it's really cute that they like want to know each other for like t- in their mind, like the rest of their lives, you know, till they're 30. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to send you an email, an electronic mail yeah, electronic message mm-hmm. on AOL.com. I'm going to get mm-hmm. one of those CDs from the mail <laughs> and, to- and log in to the information superhighway. So this is when they have problems. Evie is supposed to spend the whole summer with her father. Randy is failing math and may not graduate. And then Wendy's husband, I guess his name is Ali or something. I don't, Al, I don't remember. Um, Frank no that's frank is frank is a friend
0: oh no not no, frank
1: okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like ollie but this is like a white man so i was like "Is the disconnect is not <laughs> i was having trouble every time he came on screen because i was like that's not an ollie but he pulls up on on uh randy at the gas station and was like leave my wife alone or Basically, I'll, like I'll beat your ass and like. Man, I'll you can't be up. threatening kids, sir. sir That's a you, child. I mean, if your wife's twenty-seven and, and and you what, thirty going on forty, like please get your hands please. off this child. This is a child. You're threatening a high schooler. Yeah, like, like reevaluate your life if you threaten a uh, high schooler. <laughs> and um, Evie shows up and is like, "Hey, this is a classic high school move." hey, my mom was going out of town. You want to come over? (laughs) She's going on a work trip and she's going to be gone all weekend. Let's get it popping. And everybody's like, yeah. Randy's like, hell yeah. Yeah. She's like super nervous, Mm -hmm. but um, she's like, yes, absolutely. And it's also going to be Evie's 18th birthday. Like her mom's Mm -hmm. leaving on a work trip. It's not just for vacation. So that makes sense. Um. And Evie also briefly finds out about Wendy. I think this is the scene you were talking about with the shoes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but Randy's like, I don't love her. I love you. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. so cute. I don't think we hear it back because she said that they ran out of film that day. <laughs> uh. Yes, yeah, so this is on film, by the way. Like most things, all things were shot on film. And um, yeah, if you ran out of film, you ran out of film. Yeah, we done. We packing it up. Yeah, you can't um, empty out the, you know, the zip drive or the SD card or whatever they used to make movies and, um you know, make some space for for more, you know, <laughs> or have like a terabyte yeah, we, or whatever. We ain't have, got no more movie today. Nope, no more movie today. We are done. And she's like, thank God we got that like last part because it was like right out of there. And I'm like, how many of these shots were done like in one take? Like, I really wonder about that because mm. they are just operating on like such small, like so many limitations. I'm just like, God, I know she was stressed this whole movie. <laughs> it worked out great, but shout out to you, Maria. You a real one because it sounds like sleepless nights, <laughs> very sleepless nights. Um, So Randy ends up lying to her aunt and she's like, hey. Frank got broken up with, Boston football player. I'm going to go consult or console him. And her auntie's like, why do you need to be there for the whole weekend? And she's like, don't worry about it. (laughs) She's like, he's going through it. So they do the classic lie. uh, I'm going to be over here. And she called, I'm going to give her your number. So she gives her aunt Frank's number. And it's like, she might call you if she calls you. Say I'm in the shower or whatever, and then call me at Evie's house, and I'll call her because I think this is also before like caller ID. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so convoluted. I was like, mm, I would have to
0: do. all this up.
1: Oh yeah, no, I my capacity for making up things is at a very like all time low most of the time because I'm just like I don't have the brain power to do all that scheming and thinking. So shout out to all the the teens in the '90s who had to do this. <laughs> now I don't think you'd get away with that here, like now, because you'd have a phone and you would have mm-hmm. call ID. And all the parents be putting a
0: little "Where my find my kids." Oh
1: yeah, that's where true. my kids? Yeah. Once upon a time, you would just leave your house and nobody would know where you were going uh, beyond where okay. you said you were going.
0: Yeah, those little low jacks that they had in little heat hit like a mom like this, apparently we put them little secret apps with the
1: Evelyn's <laughs> or Evie's mom would, yeah. I don't think Aunt Rebecca would.
0: No, no. no.
1: She's like, yeah, just please make it home before the streetlights come on. <laughs> no, mm-hmm, whatever. Never. Or even if the do even if even if it's at the streetlights home, just make it in the fucking house, please. <laughs> and so after this, um, we see Evie with her friends at the diner. This is pretty painful because they're just like, we don't understand why you want to be with this girl. Like, are you gay? Which Evie says she's not gay, but she's in love. So I guess that's, I don't know. Does that open it up to to being by? I don't know. She's just mm-hmm. figuring it out. Yeah, she's like, we find it out
0: at this moment, but she right now, fun.
1: we chilling. She bay. so. Yeah. Yeah, and her friends are so nasty. They're like, "How are we supposed to process this?" <laughs> Just like, are you supposed to process it? Just like, I don't know. Be like, okay, good for you. I hope you have a great weekend together. She, yeah, like, call me if she have your feelings, so I can go beat her up. But other than that, like, have fun. <laughs> like, that's all you can like, do. What? what are
0: you supposed to? You supposed to be like, okay, girl. Yeah, congratulations on finding someone you like because obviously you didn't like
1: your boyfriend no she did not but also they're high schoolers and you have to think about high school shit or people who are emotionally immature yeah and that matters a lot to people apparently yeah like what other people also, are doing with their cells.
0: <laughs> and just babies think about if your friend had, if you had your friend back, what would that look like? That if oh, y'all miserable. were cool, if y'all were are cool people, mm-hmm. you could support your friend. It's not going to affect you. They're not going to ostracize you.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's. I mean, first of all, it's the end of senior year. At this point, nothing matters <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> unless you go to college with these people nothing matters and even though you do go to college with these people y'all gonna be doing so many different things like I went to college like I think a couple of high school friends and I never saw them like we were just doing completely different things because like I went to school near my school so we just did completely different things like girl (laughs) it's not gonna matter but for these people where social currency is everything like it matters a great deal, but they just do they just do her dirty because they're not even sitting next to her. In the beginning, they were sitting, you know, to, to two to a booth. Yeah. And then now they're all sitting on the other booth and they're just like looking at her with their blossom uh bubbles and buttercup cups. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. They all had their own little cup or whatever. They're almost acting like it's a burden to have her tell them that she likes Randy. Yeah. Like how dare you, why do we have to be the only ones to know this information? And it's just like... Yeah, I tell my mom, like, why do you need to tell your mom? <laughs> they's like, well, no, please don't tell her because fuck. Damn, like, blowing that the spot up. Business. Yeah, I mean, besides the fact that it's none of her business, like, why are you blowing the spot up, bitch? <laughs> it's, so, it's so ridiculous. Like, I feel so bad for her. Um, but Randy comes over... And, you know, they look at her photo albums and stuff and then they decide um, to raid the refrigerator because her mama keeps that refrigerator stocked and they smoke some weed, they drink some wine and they basically just like destroy the kitchen. (laughs) Which in the beginning of the movie, this would have broke Evie's heart because, you know, she was so perfectionist about her cooking and, and this kitchen, I don't know what, I don't know how you make a mess like this outside of being a teenager, to be fair. Because there's shit everywhere. Yeah. Like, in ways, I'm just like, what were you doing? Like, even the most high among us, <laughs> I feel would be a little less messy, but I don't know. <laughs> it's great art direction once again, because there's food everywhere. It, it looked like the Dreamer's Kitchen.
0: What is the Dreamer's Kitchen? Uh, the, yeah, the movie, The Dreamer's.
1: Do I want to know? If I Google this, why mm, I be mm, upset? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Friends, go on this journey with me. I see Michael Pitt, and I am already terrified. Do, if I check this out, will I hate you forever?
0: Um, yeah. It's di- <laughs> yeah. Just look at who directed it, and that'll tell you, yeah. So, I don't know who
1: that is. Bernard. Uh-huh, just look Bertolucci. at his, uh,
0: yeah, look at some of his works, and okay, that'll tell you Okay, Last Tango
1: in Paris. hmm I've heard several things about that movie that are not the best. Uh, some of these other things I do not recognize. I'm going to be real honest with you.
0: The Dreamers. Uh,
1: yeah. The How dreamers incestuous is this movie, Brittany? Let's just get you down to the nitty gritty. Um,
0: it's like, what, what do y'all got going on?
1: All right. Is it like Crimson Peak? Um. <laughs> yeah but, a little bit okay that's what i was that's, Not, the vibe. Eh, that's yeah that's the vibe i was getting eh, like, is that, or yeah. is it like um what's the one uh cruel intentions
0: <laughs> yeah it's more cruel intentions oh poor
1: michael pitts can pass between these two french people <laughs> like a little baguette <laughs> What's up? All right. Well, that was a very obscure reference. I can't wait to see how this movie ruins my life because I think it is on... Um, I don't know what It, it was, was on Max. On. Oh, Maxine. What's going on? I think it's on... Oh, no, no, no. It's on Max. If y'all want to watch The Dreamers and let us know how awful it is, let me know because I might... If I, depending on my level of tolerance today, I might cut it on, I might not. (laughs) But it's really, the house is like destroyed, basically. I think they go and play like this weird game of like they like have to guess where they're touching each other on their arm or something, which Maria was going to call this movie right there based on that scene. And somebody was like, girl, don't do that.
0: That would, that's not the vibe of this movie. No. That would have... No. The tone of the film compared to that title is something different.
1: It just doesn't sound like anything right there.
0: That sound, yeah, it don't, that's not it.
1: That sounds like this movie I forgot, like Elijah Wood was in like a million years ago. And I th- I think it was called like a try 17, but then they renamed it to all I want. I was like, what does that uh, even mean? <laughs> you mean a bowling movie? No. He like moves into like a house or something like in some random apartment building. Um it's like a really silly movie. Like Mandy Moore is in it. <laughs> and that's really all I remember. Um yeah, for some reason they just renamed it to All I Want and I was like that is not that tells me nothing about this <laughs> movie like at all. And i'm glad somebody stopped her i'm glad somebody said here please please make it a little bit more give it a little bit more of that title please let's workshop this Mm -hmm. yeah let's go back to um the drawing board let's bust out some notebook paper let's (laughs) brainstorm this (laughs) And so then they decide to have sex and first of all, I don't know why they, well, I have a guess, but they picked her mother's bed. <laughs> Which I didn't realize at first and then I went back and I was like, no, that's her mother's bed.
0: That was a bad idea, guys.
1: That was a bad idea. Um, they're also like, they're like, oh, you've done this before, haven't you? And they're both like, no, I haven't. Like, we, and I think Evie especially doesn't believe Randy's like, yeah, you've done this before, haven't you? Because it's like windy or whatever. And Randy's like, no, I actually have not done this before. And then they have. it. I thought like on the level, like the watermelon woman, like this is like the same vibe. And I think it's because of a woman's eye mm. that it worked out this way. Because if we go back to blue is the warmest color, I... <laughs> I remember watching that and being like, my god this is going on forever and it's so sterile and so weird and set up basically like a porno (laughs) where it's just like camera here and i'm just like oh this is so like it's graphic but like not pretty like real good like you're not doing it nicely and like artistically you know like it's just like i set up the camera go at it (laughs) <laughs> and this yeah. one is like nicely intercut shots of them and like you know there might be a boob there might be a stomach apparently they had to reshoot this mm. because they showed it to like test audiences and um they're like how did you feel about the sex scene?" and I said what sex scene and I was like oh god how bad was it oh <laughs> so they redid it but then it's like months later and Nicole Ari Parker had shaved her head. I don't know why. Maybe for modeling? I don't know. But she had shaved her head and they had to like basically ang- like shoot it so you didn't see the top of her head because she's supposed to have braids. I was like, every obstacle that be can be in a movie was in this movie. They
0: overcame all of them.
1: It's like really cute. I thought like like in comparison with the watermelon woman it's it's very like very similar and i think they both have a similar eye and i wish more people would have this eye when showing sex scenes because we either have like no sex scenes or like i don't know whatever sam is in there cooking up for hbo yeah it's not good (laughs) I think the last like other good ones are probably like from normal people but then that show is so much I'm like no thank you I actually don't want to bother with that again but um yeah the eye is good and it actually looks like a scene (laughs) it looks like a good scene like it's really well done and um but while they're actually like, all this is happening there's a phone ringing because Evie was supposed to call her mom at midnight
0: Yeah, or listen, and for, she,
1: listen for the phone to ring and she's not listening.
0: Someone comes inside the house and Randy's like, uh, I think a murderer is in here. <laughs> That's yeah, an extreme <laughs> level to go to. And Evie's like, no, a murderer is not in here. What are you talking about? Yeah,
1: I don't even think she wakes up. I mean, she's just like, yeah, 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 I'm tired. And it's her mama. She has come back with presents. I'm not sure why she came back early, I guess, to surprise her. Because mm. she's supposed to be gone the whole weekend, but it's only been one night. Like, what is it, like Saturday mm-hmm. morning or something? Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, what happened to my house? And goes upstairs so there's like shit everywhere and um basically busts into her room well first she goes into evie's room evie's not there then she goes into her room and she sees evie and randy curled up in this blanket and like freaks out. they're both like <gasps> <laughs> and like she slams the door but then she like starts yelling at her through the door and they're trying to get their clothes on and straighten up the bed and and all this and then she busts back in the door again and she spots Randy. She's like, Is that a girl? Is that a girl? <laughs> and Randy runs screaming out, like not running screaming, but she runs out the house. And Evie ends up catching up to her, like with some like clothes or whatever. And like they basically jump into Evie's car and drive away. <laughs> and so after this, it is just pure chaos. It's like they go to a motel and it's like some gross hotel or not it's not even a hotel it's actually a motel so it's like Mm -hmm. this little cd motel and they don't have any money and evie starts kind of being a little selfish little little baby yeah these aren't
0: accommodations that she is used (laughs) to like of course not this isn't her lifestyle like no this is not for
1: her well she doesn't have any friends so she can't call nobody she don't have nobody's house to go to she can't go to her house because I think her she her aunt ends up figuring out that she's failing because she's supposed to show her like her report card or something and um which I think Randy had told her like yeah I'm failing class so they both tell her like I'm I lost all my friends and I'm failing math <laughs> <laughs> they can't go anywhere. Evie starts blaming her for like her losing her friends which I thought was kind of not the, not the best yeah on Miss Minnie Evie's part Minnie Evelyn's part Evelyn <laughs> like, Jr yeah Evelyn Jr <laughs> it was kind of like girl do you really think that that's like it's not your fault I mean it's not it's not Randy's fault it's not always I mean it's not anybody's fault but your friends really
0: yeah, they are shitty people.
1: Yeah, like there's. I mean,
0: I had hope for baby girl at the end, who was like, yeah, she was hanging back, and I thought she was gonna be like, it's
1: okay, Evie, we still sisters. Cause <laughs> is that the girl who was like, um, what she say? She was like, I have a. I watched that TV movie. Yeah, yeah. I watched a TV movie on being gay. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's like, I watched that movie on TV. Yeah. You should watch it. We are not friends. Bye. Yeah. But, you know, you should watch that. And and now she's, she's the one who comes with the, the what is it? Ruby Fruit Jungle book. She's the one who's reading it in the car with her. their friends when they spot them at the motel. <laughs> so I feel like she's. I don't know if she's either trying or she's like, Hey, let me, let me get clued in to what's all this about. I'm curious, but, um, while they're fighting, like their parents, well, Evie's mom and Randy's aunt basically put it together that they need to talk to Frank (laughs) through a series of mishaps. They end up cornering Frank, Frank, Drives them around and I guess until they spot this motel. Um, which this actor also couldn't drive, so he was scared too. But he was, I was like, there are some of you in this movie who cannot drive, and are <laughs> grown adults cannot drive. They pull into this motel and they start looking. Also, Wendy shows up because w- Randy has called her asking for money. Cause at first I was like, why did she call her? Then Wendy's husband shows up looking for Randy. Spots Evie and's like, are you dating another one? And I was like, Lord, what does she? Oh uh, wait, what do Wendy be getting up to? She's like, no, I'm just trying to help this girl because she's running away from her abusive boyfriend <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and so you got this swarm of people, and finally they figure out where Evie and them are, and they're like, if you don't get out of here right now, you're gonna be grounded forever. Or I think Evelyn says she's gonna put her in therapy, which I was just like. Sounds like she's already in therapy. So I don't really like the way that sounds. <laughs> like what kind of therapy? Yeah. What are we trying to insinuate? Because Evelyn or Evie's like, I'm not coming out. And Evelyn's like, did you hear how she talked to me? <laughs> Very black mom. <laughs> like, I, are you, are you hearing this right now? I think at this point, they're like, they're like, we should just surrender. That's what Randy says. <laughs> like turn into a hostage situation. Because... Evelyn or sorry I keep calling her Evelyn now Evie says hey I'm 18 and I got demands (laughs) you can't tell me what to do anymore I got demands and we're not coming out until you meet those demands and so I think one of the demands is like get Randy a tutor (laughs) which Mm. is so silly it's so high school but it's what they want I feel like there's something else that they asked for but Randy was like that's not a real demand like at this point they decide to like promise like no matter what happens we will still love each other and they swear on the copy of leaves of grass by Walt Whitman <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which I thought was so cute too and um they end up like I guess walking out and everybody's yelling at them like yelling different things at them basically um for one reason or another but then they like cover their ears and they cover each other's ears and they start like there's like a voiceover of them like reciting Walt Whitman's Song of Myself. And I know you said did you wanted to say something about the ending of this movie.
0: Um, yeah, so like.
1: They're they're together, mm-hmm.
0: but. It is. Like, no, for sure ending of where they're going like yeah. they'll be get together but will they be together and I know the ending was kind of based on like a Hollywood farce where <laughs> it kind of just ends abruptly so like in old style movies you just boop the end oh, um wow. so that's kind of where we are um and I kind of enjoy like having them together but it's not real. It it is not really kind of wrapped up in a neat little bow, and yeah. it's kind of uncertain where they're moving forward in life. Like we don't know. Like is like because nowadays you would get a movie where like okay we see Randy in summer school, and then some like maybe Evie pulls up in a car coming to pick her up, and then we're going off to college, and then that's the oh, happy yeah. ending. But, but there, like no, there's like this is people. just it. This is just it. We just have to deal with this ambiguity about like where their ending will be. We just know they're together for now. And that's good enough.
1: But yeah, I mean, there's just different people that it feel like, I don't know. I feel like fan fiction or something. Like we're all going to go to the same college together and we're all going to be together forever. We're going to move in and they're going <laughs> to date and then get married and grow old and die. Like that's such <laughs> That's such a, like, a very linear way of thinking of, like, relationships with people and a very young way of thinking about relationships with people. Mm -hmm. Because, like, they're already completely different people, like, as young as they are. So it's kind of wild to think, like, oh, yeah, like, she's going to go to, I don't know, like, some Ivy League school and Randy's just going to follow her or she's just, (laughs) Randy's going to go to community college and, and, uh. And Evie's gonna be like, "Yeah, girl, I'm gonna give up my my uh, my big. I'm ride. gonna Topanga Lawrence this. Oh, exactly. Yeah, like Topanga and Corey. One of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> I would I when that happened, I was like too young to think of it as being like the supremely dumb decision that it was. But, girl, you you were gonna go Yale, and here comes dumbass Corey being like, "Okay, well, didn't they get married or something?" Yeah, they had they got married and they went to the same college. So they went to school. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's how that's how Corey and Tapanko's living.
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. I mean, that's my show, but what the fuck? (laughs) It that that's a lot, bro. That's a lot. Um I think that the way it ends feels like hopeful. Like they have found each other, you know, where in the midst of all of this like bullshit from their friends, like her friends and her auntie and and Wendy's husband and Wendy crazy ass and, and all of and all of this stuff, like they have found solace within each other. That's why they like cover each other's ears from all the noise and stuff. And there's a song, I can't remember the line in Song of Myself because it um it's very long (laughs) I didn't realize it was this long but um there is one part where they're like change this line to girlfriend like which I thought was cute like like they've inserted themselves in this kind of epic poem about love and sexuality and things and and um but they're like it's themselves you know and I think that's there's a lot of hope for this I mean I know that at the end of the movie Maria says dedicated to my first girlfriend may our relationship finally rest in peace <laughs> yes that's, that's what really really got me at the end yeah I mean <laughs> that I was like I guess on the surface it doesn't bode well but also it feels like you know she's been this relationship meant a lot to her and she's mm-hmm. kept it up in her mind in some form or fashion for a while whether that was healthy or not I don't know but I just I don't know I think of them still being together like especially since also there was like two older lesbians in the hotel <laughs> in the motel <laughs> uh, which I think they were real life like lesbians too I think they were actually together for a long 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 time and uh somebody had knocked on the door, one of the one of the aunts had knocked on the door and she was like, oh, do your husbands, did our husbands send you here to look mm. for us? <laughs> so I thought that was cute, but yeah, I just pictured them sort of like all together, even though, you know, like they would find each other again once they log in to Facebook in 2008 when they're 30. <laughs> mm. I think it's so cute, but I love this movie. How did you like it? Um, I liked it.
0: I enjoyed it for how light it was. Like, it was a refreshing movie. Kind of like The Watermelon Woman. Like, kind of like what we were saying during our last episode. Where it wasn't like, oh, my first relationship was so dramatic and traumatic that I don't know what to do. Like, my heart is absolutely broken from this experience. No, this was... Even though um, Evie did lose all of her friendships, oh, that that is a traumatic experience. That is. Um, but she was able to find love within that. She was able to kind of figure out some things about herself. Um, and this was a beautiful like first love story, and one that you don't get often, and one that you be- didn't find often in the nineties. Um. And I found that to be refreshing.
1: Yeah. Um, You like
0: uncovered something there. Like I found out about this movie through you talking
1: about it often. Oh yeah. I am the evangelist on Twitter about this movie. (laughs) I think Rhea saw one of our tweets or something from either the, maybe the pod Twitter. And she's like, or or maybe the Instagram. One of them, she's like talked to us before. (laughs) I I think it's when they were talking about the they were the restoration of this movie, maybe, because um I know it's been restored. I don't know where you can buy this. I'm actually going to look at that right now. But yeah, I was like, this movie is a banger. Like, everybody's always talking about how movies about lesbians, everybody's always dying. Somebody dies of some terribleness or this heartbreak and and the worst things ever. And um I'm like, this movie exists. Watch it. It's so beautiful. It's so cute. And, you know, I will continue to evangelize in this way. This is the only evangelism I will be doing ever, but this is the movie to to see. I think it's just so adorable. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, I would recommend it. Like, you
0: you you have to watch it. Like, you have to put this on your list. It is a really great coming of age movie. It's a really great story of first love, and you just you just need to watch it. Is it? We are talking about like important films, and I feel like this is one of them. Yeah, because. You just don't come across them often.
1: Yeah, this movie is available on Blu-ray. It is not cheap, but I think you should get it. If you have Criterion Channel, you can also uh, rent it that way as well. Um, oh, my God. This says that there's only one DVD left on here. <laughs> oh, uh. oh, uh. <laughs> oh, well, there's like, okay, wait, wait I, may, I may have messed up. The DVD is expensive. The so Blu-ray is a little bit cheaper. I don't know how that works, but yeah. Um, Yeah, I think this is something that people should get because this is a pretty rare movie. It's a independent movie as well. So it doesn't have like the backing of like some monstrous freaking studio to like keep it on store shelves. So if you come across this, like, just know that this was definitely a labor of love and that a lot of hard work went into this. So I definitely suggest watching this or picking it up where you can. It's just, it's just nice and light for the, you know, for the summer. I think it's, it was the perfect 100th episode watch. I'm so glad we watched it together. It's so sweet. (laughs) And I also want to say too, I think most of the movies I picked like on my little, like 90s watch, or not 90s, sorry. A lot of my movies I picked for like our pride month, extravaganza um <laughs> instagram and twitter extravaganza a lot of them did come from the 90s but i don't know this movie just feels a little different
0: like yeah this feels different vibe 90s 90s and
1: yeah. like oh, it, I miss it, it. Feel,
0: it feels very she it feels like she's all that ish it, <laughs> it was giving me that vibe
1: yeah of D- a from different worlds re-
0: yes Like, will their relationship work? What's going to happen? Oh, my God.
1: What happened at the end of that movie? Don't they both go to college or something? She goes to art school? No, he goes to art school. I don't know. Uh, I've watched that movie so many times and <laughs> I don't
0: know the plot of it. Damn. I even know the writer about now. Mm, the funk. So yeah,
1: Fat Boy Slim. Usher was up <laughs> in that motherfucker. Wasn't, wasn't Lil' Kim in that movie? Lil yes, Kim- Lil' Kim was in it
0: and Gabrielle Yee.
1: Let me tell you, the nineties um, were special. We had a good time mm-hmm. back then. I was a child. I was a baby. But <laughs> from what I remember, it was a great time. Um, <laughs> We need to watch that movie soon, I think. I think we need to get that one. <laughs> We need to get that one analyzed. We need to get the one out of the vault and onto the show. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we definitely recommend it, like we said. And, you know, if you watch this movie, let us know. Hit us up at BLK, Girl Film Club on Twitter, uh, Black Girl Film Club on Instagram. Shout out to everybody who's been, like, messaging us on Instagram. We've gotten a lot of recent activity. It's very cute, um, very sexy, very lovely. Um, I'm loving it, actually. I've never had to talk to so many people my <laughs> my to be fair but I think it's so great um you can also email us at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com or check out our website blackgirlfilmclub.com and also hit us up on discord that is in existence you can find that link on our link tree if you are into the discord servers yes we have some things planned even, you know,
0: might do an impromptu viewing or something. Now you know, that I have things figured out, excited about it.
1: Brittany has been in the lab. She's been figuring out things. Um, Hopefully the Discord uh, server people did not come for us. But, you know, we out here. We just trying things. We out here living life. We don't know what we're going to watch next. But I want to say happy Pride to everybody. I hope yes, this is a good time. month for everybody. Stay safe out here. World is uh icky, but we love you guys. We do. Yeah. And just
0: just you keep your head up. Um I'm, I'm I'm so sorry. Everything is just fucking trash.
1: Yeah. And
0: it, people like, are being so wicked and fucked up.
1: Yeah. Like ac- across the board, it's rough out here. Like, who boy. Yeah. But, but
0: Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening for five years and listening to the 100th episode. We really appreciate your support.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a weird siren. but We're out here raising the roof and shit like that. You know, we're out here. We did it. Um, Yeah. So guys want to know, what we're gonna watch next? Keep out. Keep a look out on our socials. We'll always let you know what we're planning. Um, but until then, stay safe out here. Watch this movie. Watch all of the other movies. Over a hundred movies we have now talked about. <laughs> yes. On this podcast, there are endless episodes to go through. Please watch them all. Let us know what you think, and we love you guys. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.